We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Well, these have become more common, a Wednesday edition of the Game Plan with Toby Rowland. I'm Chris Plank, but I'm, I'm done on Tuesdays until the Women's College World Series, hopefully, Toby. Uh, but you've got a big one next Tuesday. Heck, for OU Baseball, you've got a big yeah. one coming up this week, and how excited are you to get on a bird for the first time in a while and travel? First flight of the year. Nice. With, Let's uh, go. With, with any OU athletic team. And uh, I'm kind of not really with them. I just happen to be on the same plane. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, Ten games to go in the regular season. And they're all big. Um, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but did themselves some real good last weekend with the Bedlam Series win. And uh, in Morgantown this weekend, where they really, really, really need to win another series. They they really need to win all of them the rest of the way to give themselves a good shot at the, uh, you know, at least at an at-large at the NCAA tournament. You've always got the Big 12 tournament path in front of you. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Morgan Morgantown is uh, always interesting. They're a desperate team right now, too. And so we'll head out there tomorrow morning. And a full, long travel day, I think we go to, Denver, then to Pittsburgh, then the bus down to Morgantown. So it'll be a good long day of travel tomorrow. Nice. Uh, and you stay, by the way, this is totally inside baseball, but you literally stay in a literally. hotel that's beyond the left field wall, right? Yeah, that's right. Ah, it's one of my, awesome. it's one of, yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, road, tr- road venues. Once you get there, it's like every uh, sport with West Virginia. Once you get there, it's pretty cool. Um, and the hotel is right across the street from the ballpark. So you just walk back and forth and call the games. And it's in a, it's not in Morgantown. It's kind of up on 
the hill just outside of town overlooking the valley and the river and everything. That's right. So it's uh, on a clear day. You can see the rolling mountains in the distance, and it's really pretty. It's it's pretty cool. So technically, is that baseball stadium considered off campus? Oh, yeah, it's definitely oh. off campus. Wow, okay. it's, it's, it's in a different city, technically. I think it's uh, maybe Granville. Okay. Uh, West Virginia, but it's, uh, you know, it's the outskirts of Morgantown, kind of out near the interstate, definitely off campus. Okay. Yeah, you, you, uh, it's the minor league park. That's right. Of, of uh, you know, honestly, I think I heard that it's one of the minor league teams that didn't make the cut this year when they reorganized. I, I can't, that's uh, just something I heard, so I don't know that that's 100% true, but it's a minor league park they built about four, five, six years ago now, and West Virginia shares it with the Black Bears, I believe they're called, and one of the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, affiliates. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool setup that they've got there. You know, when they joined the league, they didn't have – well, they had a, a, a baseball stadium on campus, but it was a pasture. You know, it was no good, and they couldn't really play there. It wasn't up to quality – to be hosting the the Big Twelve wouldn't approve it because it was right. you know too dangerous. So they played their home games in Charleston for the first couple of years while they built this uh, new stadium. And um, but they got this thing built now and it's really it's pretty good. I, I where you're staying is where we stayed whenever I got to go with women's basketball, and it's just there's a. <laughs> Not to again, not to go too into, but there's a Buffalo Wild Wings within walking yeah. distance. You can walk up to the Walmart. Close. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. great. It's great. Yeah, that that Buffalo Wild Wings is dangerously close <laughs> to the team hotel, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a good setup. But we gotta we gotta see if the they need two wins minimum. They need two wins. If they could get them, that would be a nice RPI boost. They jumped about twenty spots last weekend uh, with those wins over Oklahoma State in the RPI. Uh, if they could win two out of three this week on the road, they would uh, jump a few more. So uh, got to keep that train rolling in the right direction here. This is one of those moments where from a from the baseball perspective where maybe we should have just went ahead and taped on Monday to recap the Bedlam series, but we wanted to wait until after the Tuesday game against Tech. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine walks makes it challenging. I was listening to your post game with Skip Johnson afterwards, but you know, as, as he said, just maybe, what, a little overly aggressive at the plate? They hit the ball hard at times, but they just weren't able to take the nine walks that Tech had. Yeah, it was one of the odder games I've seen. So, OU out-hit Texas Tech 12-10. to 10, And there were two errors committed in the game, both of them by Texas Tech. And the Red Raiders won 14-4. to 4. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense, except you got to factor in all the free passes. And right. uh, OU walked nine and hit three. So they had, you know, they put 12 guys on base. And you can't do that against an average team. You, you certainly can't do it against a top 10 team like Texas Tech. And they made them pay. Uh, the Sooners were, you know, they played 30 innings of highly emotional baseball over the weekend. And like we said, they're getting on a plane early tomorrow morning to go to West Virginia. So they didn't take uh, some of their pitchers with them out there. Uh, the, the, the guys who weren't going to throw, the weekend starters, plus Jason Ruffcorn and Luke Taggart, uh, didn't make the trip. They're down Peyton Graham and uh, Tanner Treadaway right now with, with injuries. Uh, so they were a little shorthanded. 
no excuse. Texas Tech's had some injuries too. But um, yeah, just kind of one of those games where, like a few of them have been this year, they got behind early and it kind of snowballed on them. And they had uh, they didn't have their front line arms to kind of stop the bleeding. But hit the ball hard. They got 12 hits off of Tech and could have had another five or six more. But, uh, boy, Tech had one of the best defensive nights I've ever seen where they had diving catches all over the place. So that one went the wrong way. It was a non-conference game, so it doesn't kill them. Would have been a very nice RPI win if they could have gotten it. But I think it's got to fall into the category of shake it off and and get back after Big 12 play this weekend. By the way, that was – one, I, I I listened to you most of the week, and I think we were um, – oh, well, we didn't have softball, so I listened to you all weekend long. What am I – I listened to you Friday and heard you on Sunday quite a bit. And after the two wins, the big win on Friday, which was the 14-run the game, and then mm-hmm. squeaking one out on Saturday. Toby, that Sunday game in the first two innings mm-hmm. was about as intense yeah. of the first two innings and teetering on the brink of throwdown. And both teams did a good job of righting themselves. You. You can't help but, you know, wish in one hand, and I don't know what the analogy is in the other, but, boy, they had a chance to win that game, but kept battling. It was a fun game, fun series against Oklahoma State. Boy, it was. I, it was great. Uh, really a golden opportunity to sweep them, and it does sting that that Sunday game got away after they had the two-run lead going to the ninth inning. Um, but you're right. I mean, you know, Peyton Graham, for those who missed it, Peyton Graham got hit by a fastball in the eye uh, leading off the game for OU. And it had to be rushed to the emergency room and uh, got it all stitched up. And he it looks like he's going to be okay. There's no uh, fracture or concussion or anything. Uh, but it, his eyes swollen shut. So oh. we will see whether or not he's going to be able to help him this weekend or not. I think he's going to try to make the trip. And he says oh, wow. he's playing. Wow. But we'll see. I don't think they're going to let him play if he can only see out of one eye. <laughs> it's hard to hit a fastball or curveball with two eyes much less only one so we'll we'll see whether he really plays or not but so you had that jimmy crooks got hit by a pitch there was a play at second base where there was a hard slide and yeah both teams were barking at each other pretty good and it looked like hey this thing's gonna get off the rails if if you know which bedlam does by the way from time to time through the years but uh, both teams settled down and just played a great extra inning, 12-inning baseball game that the Cowboys ended up winning in the end. But, uh, you know, bottom line of the series is Oklahoma hasn't beaten Oklahoma State in Bedlam since 2016, and with their backs against the wall and absolutely needing it, they got them, they got them this week. And so that went from the season kind of being, you know, a little bit dead in the water to, hey, there's hope here. Right. Uh, like I mentioned, the big RPI jump, they jumped up the Big 12 standings. Um, so there's still a ways to go. They still uh, are not in the at-large range yet, but they at least have some life to them. And if they could follow that up with another series victory on the road this weekend, then, hey, you know, here we go. Maybe Maybe they got a chance for a sprint to the finish here. Meanwhile, speaking of Bedlam, we got a big one this weekend in softball. Suitors and Cowgirls playing for the Big 12 Championship. And, you know, it's nice having an off weekend, a bye weekend. Uh, I celebrated by getting sick. But with that in mind, uh, you know, I I don't know that I can remember, Toby, a break this late in the season, but it appeared after what happened on Tuesday night, it was really good for this team going out and beating a, a ranked Wichita State team 14-3. to They had them 14-zip to zip until a, 
a couple of walks in the air in the fifth inning, but that's 40-0 on the season, 30-run rule wins. It's just, man, the machine keeps rolling. Do you think the break was good for them? Or did did they need some rest, or would you rather would Patty have rather played? I, I think Patty wanted the rest. I I, I don't. I almost said I grilled her. I never grill Patty. She grills me. Um, but I I kind of asked her a couple of questions about it. Hey, is this real? You know, this what you wanted? And I went back. Are you really what you want? And it was. And you know, you think about it. You go back. Oh gosh, the week we were supposed to play Baylor, and we ended up with the surprise bus trip to Louisiana. So that was a that was a big bus ride. Then the schedule shifts where you have the midweek game against Baylor for the for the Big Twelve, and then you take a, and prior to that you have the trip out to Georgia after the emotional series against Georgia, against Texas. So I'm kind of working backwards here, but they had spent a lot, and I don't I just mean energy wise. And I think that the best thing for this team and what Coach said was. Sit down, you know, we'll work on some things we can work on in practice and watch games. You know, take inventory of what's going on around us. And I really think the team took advantage of that, T-Row. And, I, again, Wichita State's a really good team. Wherever – they're not just beating uh, – what was what was Bob Stoops' name for – East Popcorn State. There you go. They're not just beating East Popcorn State. Wichita State's going to the NCAA tournament. And Wichita State probably is going to end up playing in a regional in either Austin or Stillwater, and they've beaten the Cowgirls two of three times this year, so they're going to be a problem. Tell me they put 14 on them last night. You know, and you could completely excuse this team if, oh, they came out and they were a little bit rusty. No, they went three up and three down in the first, and then they scored four runs in the second and never looked back. So that's a really long answer to a short, solid question. Yeah, I think the rest was good for him. You know, and I think you're going to see a team that's going to be very motivated this week. And I, I don't know how it happens, but people keep saying things, Toby, and they'll put a chip on this team's shoulder when they're 40-1 and one, and they've, they haven't lost a Big 12 game since 2017, but yet you keep seeing things on the national stage and people talking softball. And, you know, we always joked about Baker and the chip on his shoulder – it's almost like softball has become really good at giving the reason, giving the Sooners a reason to be even more motivated. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? It is, though. So where where is that stuff? Like you talk about, who's saying what? I think there's still a, I think there's still a disrespect for them on a national stage, and that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. But because their one loss was to Georgia, and because it was a Georgia team that is not necessarily at the top of the SEC right now, they're a tournament team, but. I, I'll check their standings as we sit here and talk about it. Uh, you know, and listen, Kenny Gajewski, I think he comes out and he's just trying to build up his team, and he doesn't mean anything, I, I think, to over-inflate um, this matchup, but whenever he comes out and says, you know, Oklahoma hasn't seen pitching like ours, you're kind of like, oof. You know, mm. it's just – there's and there's little things that are said, and you're like I, – uh, listen, I'm not going to complain, but what what are you doing? You know, because you're gi- you're giving this team even more motivation than they need. And most of the analysts outside of Aaron Miller are like former UCLA players or former Texas players, and I think they they pick and prod a little bit. And I just it, it's again, I know that you probably get tired of hearing about it because we we see it in football and we hear it all the time. Oh, there's a SEC bias and softball. There's a big time UCLA Pac-12 bias. But I'll tell you what, Toby, this team really feeds off it. And mm-hmm. it makes me excited to see how they're going to react this weekend because there's no reason why a team like 
Oklahoma, given what they've accomplished this season, should be motivated by people saying negative things about them. Everyone should be on board with just how special this team is, and that really hasn't been the case. It doesn't help either whenever Georgia goes out and gets swept this weekend by Alabama. Um, I think when they finally had a chance to play Tennessee after the Oklahoma series, they ended up losing two of three. So Georgia didn't really take its Oklahoma win and, and like go to the moon either. So yeah. I think that hurts them a lot too. What has to happen this weekend? All right. Here's what's very simple. You have to win two games and you've won the Big 12 championship, right? Uh, technically, if you win one, you've clinched at the very least a tie for your, what would that be, ninth straight Big 12 championship. But they want to sweep. You know, they want to finish the season undefeated in conference play. So they just they need two wins to clinch a Big 12 crown, three to make sure they have it all by their lonesome because Oklahoma State comes in with one loss in, in conference play. They've only lost one game. They're coming off a sweep against Texas, Toby. They're, they are a really good softball team. But, you know, you want to go out and you want to beat them, right? It's your in-state rival. Uh, they're kind of feeling themselves right now, and for good reason. You know, Oklahoma State being good helps the Big 12. But, you know, this is the first time since 1997 that all the games are going to be played at one site. Usually they'll play two at the home side in a third game, either at the visitors or at a neutral site. But this year, all three are in Stillwater, first time since 97. So I mean, there's a lot to this, man. And I feel like every time we have this conversation on the podcast before Bedlam Softball, you know, it's a credit to Oklahoma State that they put themselves in position to win this, uh, win this conference. It hasn't happened yet, but they put themselves in this position. And I think that says a lot about the job they've done there. How did it happen that all three games are in Stillwater? So, okay, did you, I've got the Kenny Gajewski cut. I'll have to send it to you for your radio show. But for years and years and years, um, uh-huh. and, and I want to – I think maybe 2010 was when they went to three-game sets. The idea was we'll either play it, – it saves money, right, because you, you split the game. They used to play – one in, in Oklahoma City, and then they'd play two here. My first year, we played a game early in the season in Oklahoma City and then played the last two in Norman. But sometimes it would be where the uh, you'd play a Friday in Norman, a Saturday in Stillwater, and a Sunday in Norman, and then vice versa if it was the other way around. Um, it, just, it was kind of how it was done. And Kenny Gajewski has kind of been the guy that came out and said, yeah, I, I don't like that. I didn't want it that way. I wanted to be able to mimic a super regional-type setting, and this is in our conference – this is the only way that we can do that against a team like Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. So I, I know that it, I know it's made some people kind of frustrated, and, and I get that just because that's how it's always been done. But you now I'll give in, in the interview, Kenny Gaskin was on. He goes, "Listen, it's really good for Oklahoma State this year. Well, that's great. It's probably going to be really good for Oklahoma next year." And I'll tell you one thing too. That they he said a hundred percent capacity this weekend in Stillwater. So I don't know what's going to change between Friday and Sunday. But on Friday, it's 50%. But then somehow by Sunday, it's 100% capacity. So I don't know what's changing between Friday and Sunday. But that's what's happening in the series this week. And then they're having the graduation ceremonies on Saturday. So, yeah, it's um, I know it, it's just been something that always kind of made it easier. And I don't know. In some instances, T-Row, it might be a budget thing to where – you don't have to get a hotel. You don't have to pay for a couple of nights in a hotel. In some instances, it might just be, hey, you get a chance to play in Oklahoma City. But, yeah, I guess uh, Coach Gajewski has been pushing for that, and that's where we are this week. And, I mean, I'm, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pretty fired up about it this weekend. <laughs> is that coming across okay? I mean, yeah. am, I, am I talking too fast? Because time, it's awesome. What time are we playing? Okay, uh, here's softball this weekend. We've moved it around a little bit. Friday night is at 6. Now, Saturday night was originally at 6. Then it moved to 5. And then ESPN said, hey, hold up. We want this game. So now it's at 3. So Friday at 6, Saturday at 3, and then Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Because your Sunday morning game is at what, 10.30 now? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we have almost the same schedule. We're 5.30 Friday Central, 3 o'clock Saturday, 10.30 a.m. Sunday. Wow, so we'll kind of just be following along on Twitter with each other. That's is right. one way to go. It's going to be a big weekend for both teams, isn't it? That's, that's the key here. It's big for the baseball team to yep. kind of right the ship after Tuesday, and I think it's big for the Sooners because it's, they want to go out and sweep. It's May, so that means <laughs> every game on the diamond is big for everybody at this time of year. Great point. T-Row, thanks for still finding time, man. I know it was exhausting not getting back from Amarillo to 1.30 a.m. last night, but uh, we'll chat this weekend, man. Have a safe trip to Morgantown. See you, Plank. See you, Toby. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.